0: folks. you were. It's interesting, we're kind of spread out all over the place here. <laughs> um, it's really good to see all of you here this morning. Um, for anyone that might be visiting uh, for the first time here this morning, um, bathrooms are off here to the right through the doors here, the one that's open right there. You can go up the stairs and the bathrooms are to the left. Um, <sighs> I know that this has been something of a, a difficult season, in fact we're going to talk a little bit about that um, here this morning, but I wanted to let you know about a few things coming up um, that to me are pretty exciting. Um, the board met this last week and uh, we've begun the process of decision making in a, in a few areas here. Um, We made the decision to stay in the building um, that we're in for at least the next five to 10 years. This kind of interim time period, we uh, are committing uh, to being here. And um, in that decision, we've also made the decisions that uh, that there are some maintenance issues and some aesthetic issues that we want to address And so there will be some things that come up here um, in the weeks to come that will be pretty pretty exciting to watch how they unfold. Um, We're also looking at the building itself and its placement in the community. And we're kind of excited about this idea of making the building something of a hub for the community, like a community center would function having businesses come in that are serving the community. And uh, especially where networking is concerned, um, all being in the same place right across the street from where all the city and county um, decisions are being made. So um, I guess All that to say, stay tuned, there's some pretty exciting things that are going to happen here in the next few weeks. Um, So, this service hasn't turned out anything like we planned it. (laughs) Um, As I step on my shoelace and untie my shoe, so if I trip, you'll know why. The person scheduled to preach this morning uh, took ill uh, at the last minute, so uh, we had to make a change there, and the person leading worship had a family emergency uh, yesterday that they had to rush off for, and I don't have permission to really talk about specifics, so I won't, but suffice to say that this morning is going to be a service reimagined, (laughs) We're not going to have the same kind of worship that we've had in past weeks, uh, so I would imagine this would be a somewhat shorter uh, service, um, and really just appreciate your patience. Um, so we're continuing our series on Advent, uh, this being our second week. Um, we're going to be talking about peace this morning. And I think in terms of peace and go, wow, what a hard, hard season to be talking about peace. Seems like such an elusive word right now. Um, You know, normally, you know, as you look around, the coffee bar is open and um, things uh, uh, are um, uh, a lot more in the Christmas spirit. And to our wonderful amazement, Dusty and I walked into the church this morning and saw some pretty amazing Christmas decorations. And I don't know who did that. <laughs> um, but, but I have to say, yeah, that would be a good thing to applaud. The kindness in doing that uh, in a season like this is really remarkable. Um, you know, though, we we still have this real difference in the climate that we're in right now. What would have normally happened during Thanksgiving is a lot of us would have had extended family come in, and um, there would have been a crowded house. Uh, and we'd also be looking forward to, like, a Christmas party coming up this month where we'd have... Uh, this crazy gift exchange and lots of people would would, uh, be able to get together and and so forth. These things just can't happen uh, this year. We're trying to be, you know, just especially careful. Um, The COVID thing in and of itself is a big enough issue. Um, The isolation, the wearing masks, all the things that, that families are encountering Uh, to just get by. Couple that with um, the crazy fire season in California, which remarkably is still going on at an extreme level. Um, Politics, in my 67 years, I've never seen anything like politics have been this year. Um, Truly, truly a tough year, especially when given all the other things that are going on around us in my home uh, we've had um, a a really difficult weekend Um, we've had to say goodbye to our little five-year-old Mackenzie Um, uh, she's been uh, in our uh, home for the last three and a half years Uh, we were at the stage of adoption when a family member did pop up and they had changed their mind and expressed an interest and custody was awarded to that individual so Jose and Kristen my son-in-law and daughter are coming home from the Ozarks uh, this evening late without her Uh, so truly a sad day and I think of all the things that are going on around us and so many of us are going through really hard things Um, but you know this this idea of peace maybe it, maybe it's not as far away as it might seem, so let's pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray your presence more than anything, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just rain down on us today. Lord is uh sparse as we are this morning and as separated as we are throughout the service, just your presence here just fills the room, Lord God. And that's my prayer, Lord God, that we would be fully aware um, and fully immersed in all that you are and all that you have in store for us this morning. So this word peace seems, I, I think, Um, something of a sentiment the way we've possibly used it in the past, the word something like a cliche. Uh, But its true meaning is what most of us, I think, really are striving for, especially in seasons like this, Um, whether it's conscious or not. um, This isn't a piece that ignores pain and strife uh, in either oneself or with others around us. It's not acquired by closing everything or everybody out um, and trying to stay isolated. Um, That won't get you peace. When you're at peace, you are fully engaged with life. The Bible calls it shalom. You know, the... um, the Hebrew word um, is, is kind of a, a, a full, enduring uh, um, peace. Uh, faith, hope, and love are fully engaged in, in uh, their activity when this kind of peace exists. There is a Dr. Rick Hansen. He's a PhD fellow out of um, uh, UC Berkeley. And he explained it in these, these three examples. Um, the first one was, while most things continue to change, some don't. For example, the good thing that you did this morning or the thing that you did last year is something of permanence. It's there and it will always be there. Um, things that don't change are reliable. Right. So, if you're a person that does a lot of good things, you have a lot of good things that you can look back on, and peace uh, can ensue from that. The second illustration that he made was more of an um, was was more of a, a a picture, a word picture. So, while individual waves come and go, the ocean is always the ocean you get an intuition of this by recognizing that you are like a wave being tossed back and forth. You are changing, but within an unchanging allness of the ocean. Um, Just a a quick thought about that can bring um, a, a fleeting moment of peace. The third thing he used as an illustration Um, And he said that for him, this was applicable to him as well, in the most meaningful of all ways, is knowing God. Peace that passes understanding. And I believe this is really the only true peace. And I am going to spend the rest of the morning talking about this. So the scripture this morning is going to be in Luke chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 26 and move through uh, verse 55. In this narrative, we see uh, the angel um, visited Mary, uh, the Archangel Gabriel. Uh, Mary was a young woman, probably a teenager, from a small village. Not very much is known about Mary. I also found this interesting in the King James and New King James Version. At the end of verse 28, it adds, Blessed are you among women. Now the meaning of this blessed in this context um, is uh, this sense of being completely graced. right? The Catholic tradition holds this uh, precept as critical uh, and appears in uh, their um, translation and also in their history. But we're not going to spend any time on that this morning. Suffice to say, she was a young lady who found much favor by God. So let's read this. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent f- from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And she came to hear, uh, I'm sorry, she came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. and his kingdom uh, there will have no end. So we see here Mary was highly favored. Uh, But she was highly favored because God chose her to be the one to give birth to Jesus. This was the favor that she uh, had been granted. Uh, It doesn't necessarily mean that Mary was uh, perfect or sinless um, uh, or any different really than anyone else. She too would need to put her trust in, in Christ for salvation it does mean that God had given her a special grace um, and her favor, high favor, uh, to carry the Son of God. But when we think about this favor, you know, and think, well, does that, is that something for us as well? You know, just a couple of just, uh, quick scriptures. Psalm 30 verse 5 uh, says, "For His anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for a night, but joy comes with the morning. And again in Psalm 5, verse 12, For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. So much trouble around us, though. But peace isn't found in the absence of trouble. True peace, enduring peace, this shalom we spoke of, comes only from the one who loves us unconditionally. One we can put all of our trust in. Mary knew this. Peace for her would come through ridicule and mockery and isolation. But she accepted what God chose her to do. She trusted the blessing of favor and grace God placed on her. The, word will continue to res- the world, I should say, will continue to respond to all the trouble around us. I'm thinking about uh, doctors and nurses, uh, nursing home professionals right now,
1: educators,
0: first responders, uh, and close-to-home shelter staff and service providers. I'm thinking about people trying to keep their business going with all these shutdowns. Those who have lost their jobs and their unemployment has already run out. Parents trying to get their kids educated when the schools are closed. And pastors trying to keep up with technology so folks can stay home and still participate. I had to throw that one in. Sorry, Dusty. (laughs) Look, I've seen more unbridled courage to continue the fight this year than I've seen in the combined 66 years beforehand. Uh, and We can all observe uh, depression and illness and loss more than ever before. Without real peace, burning out or burning up is a real possibility. So what do we do to find peace in our lives? What do you do? Does it by any chance come with the familiar preoccupations of life? Smoking, drinking, drugs, binge-watching TV, social media, or otherwise being glued to your smartphone? In other words, are you normal? (laughs) No judgment here, really. Uh, I I would be my own worst enemy if, if that were the case. I know you can let go of some stress and some anxiety by being preoccupied. I get it. But I've never found any real peace with any of these things. And I honestly don't think you will either. There's only one thing that brings me real peace. And that's a trusting love. When I give a love that others can trust, that's a peace. And when I feel love that I can trust from others, that's a peace. And this kind of peace is really like no other. Continuing on in verse 34. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, ages, also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In verse 39, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town called Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting from Mary, the baby leaped into her womb. that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble state of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown storm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down uh, mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has... Helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. And he uh, spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to our offspring forever. (sighs) This peace that we're talking about right now. The kind that brings us through trouble and hard times. Knowing and trusting the love of God and his favor and grace on us. I think there's never been a time, there's never been a season, where knowing this truth has been of greater importance. So, I want to um, I want to show this clip, um, and this is is going to be a, a clip. Uh, with a song and words to the song. And as we're not going to have a worship time after this service, I want to just say let this be our worship this morning. Let this be a prayer. Um, And let it sit with you. And After it's done, I'm going to come back up. uh, uh, We're going to see what God has in store. But I want to speak this over this church before we watch this. Um, I had a really strong sense about this uh, last night and this morning as I uh, awoke that um, healing is an urgent thing in this church i I think it's it's an important thing for perhaps you sitting here, or some of you sitting here, but I think healing is also a big thing for others who can't be here this morning. I think healing is just an urgent thing. So my prayer is that we can find a way to really pray um, for healing. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and unplug this. Go ahead, Dusty.
1: I don't want to be afraid every time I face the waves I don't want to be afraid I don't want to be afraid And I don't want to fear the storm Just because I hear it roar I don't want to fear the storm I don't want to fear the storm I'm not gonna be afraid, cause these waves are only waves. I'm not gonna be afraid, no, I'm not gonna be afraid, and I'm not gonna fear the soul. You are greater than road. Oh, I'm not gonna fear the soul, no, I'm not gonna. let In me Let faith rise up, oh heart, believe Let faith rise up in me Let faith rise up, oh heart. OH <laughs> We
0: haven't done a congregant prayer before. Um not well, not in a while, anyway. Um But I'd like to try one maybe this morning. Um and I think the way I'd like to approach it is to uh, name some things uh, that are going on in our congregation. And um, let the response be in concert. Lord, speak peace over me. Can we just try it once together? Lord, speak peace over me. I'm going to come up with some of these, but I really want you to feel free to speak up as well, because I think this is a prayer for our church in a time where healing is really essential. Lord, there are um, members of this church who have lost parents in the last week. Lord, there are uh, people in our church who have a crisis at home uh, with um, injury and illness that are current and live right now. There are uh, people uh, in our church. who uh, have experienced a family separation uh, just this weekend. Lord, there are people that um, have uh, really struggled with the stress of long hours having to work 12-hour shifts and double shifts and even triple shifts trying to care for the people that are struggling with illness. Folks that are working in in nursing homes and uh, working in service jobs, working in shelters that are being confronted with this disease on a day-to-day basis and are courageously having to fight uh, the fear within them to be there. Lord, there are some that are struggling financially with this virus. Uh, People that have been um, uh, without work, their unemployment has run out, and they're really struggling. Do any of you have any to lift up? You can just speak it out. Lord speak peace over us. Lord, for those who are wrestling with financial hardship and housing issues for
1: itself.
0: Speak peace. Lord, speak peace over us. Lord, Holy Spirit, I just pray that you rain down right now, Lord God. Lord, I pray for healing for this church. Uh, Those that are here, those that couldn't be here this morning. Indeed, some can't be here because they're ill, uh, some can't be here because relatives, close family members are ill. Lord, um, some can't be here because of their vulnerability in this in this virus. Um, Lord, speak peace over me. Lord, speak peace over us. Lord, I pray for healing in this place. I feel Uh, Just a real strong sense of your desire to give healing, Lord God. So I just pray this blessing of healing. Lord, those here, those who can't be here, Lord, I just pray your healing. So, we're going to end the service here. Um, But I I'd like, if there is anyone who would like specific prayer, particularly for healing or for peace itself, I want you to feel like you can come forward. But I'm going to say it this way. We still have to do the diligence to be separated. So I'm going to ask you to be really careful about being conscious about being six feet away. As we pray for you, we're not going to lay hands on you. But we're going to pray for you all the same in the best way that we can. Um, And so um, if Dusty can maybe find some soft music uh, to play, we're going to go ahead and end the service with those who want to come up and get some prayer. um, This would be the time to do that. Be blessed. Yakima Vineyard, be blessed. Have have a great week. I'm so grateful for how courageous and, and how hard you're all fighting through this. Be blessed. Amen.
1: <speaking in Hebrew> we shall meet the